What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Pylons with Opinions. This is episode 12. I'm your co-host, Fulton Logan, alongside my friend, Aaron Hodgson. Hodge, how we doing? Uh, not too bad, not too bad. Just another week going by in quarantine. This week actually wasn't that bad. We got some good news. Um, you know, hockey's taking, or the NHL, sorry, is taking their first uh, official steps in uh, bringing back the, the season, which is which is nice to see, so I'm glad. That's moving along, and hopefully it's sooner rather than later we get some hockey. Yeah, no, I'll be excited to talk matchups with you as uh, as that kind of progresses. I, I I took a glance at it all, but, like, I don't know. I haven't broken down the series too much. There's a couple I'm looking forward to, but in the next couple of weeks here, once it once yeah. it gets closer and once it's kind of finalized, uh, look to uh, look to dive into yeah. that a little bit more. Yeah, maybe once we get some dates and some – some more rock uh, rock solid information. Maybe we'll uh, we'll break them down and pick our get our predictions out there and uh, see where it takes yeah, us. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, but let's get right into this episode. It's pretty uh, pretty heavy one. So uh, if this is your first time, congratulations. Pylons with Opinions is a weekly podcast where we debate some hot topics in sports and other aspects of life that are completely opinion based, as we have zero credibility. If participating in the show interests you, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Pylons Pod and submit topics and questions. Reminder that it's staff parking only outside and violators will be towed. So today, our topics include replays in sports, naps, overrated or underrated, and rounding it off with the KBO, that is the Korean Baseball Organization. <laughs> I've, been, I've been following it a little bit now that it's only like the actual live sport that's actually happening. So I'm actually kind of now a, that you tell me about it. Now that you told me about it, I'm going to be following it quite heavily on Bet Three Sixty. Dude, I'm kind of excited about it. Um, but yeah, so our first our first topic here is one that man I've really been wanting to talk about, uh, and that's replays in sports. Yeah, yeah. Uh, We're gonna get a passionate conversation. Yeah, here. I don't know. I don't know what your stance on it. I, I'm kind of. I'm not fully against it. But I'm also, I think it could be done a lot better. Um, for We'll start with baseball, uh, just because this is kind of the one where I find it, it really, really can slow down a game. Uh, you know, like, they've been trying so much stuff to improve the pace of play, as what they're calling, like, speed up the pace of play. Um, yeah. And replay so far, I mean, it's kind of, it almost takes away the need. I mean, really, in, in any sport, it's almost like it takes away the need for, for officials, for referees, for umpires, that kind of thing. Like, when you have a close play at a base in baseball, part of the game used to be, like, when I was growing up anyway, like, as a kid watching the game, like, part of the game was a team having to live with what the umpire's call was when it was like a bang-bang play at first. Yeah. You couldn't tell if the runner got there before the, the the ball was thrown to the first baseman or whatever the case may be. You couldn't tell. Like, it was too close in real time to see that. And now they're, like, zooming so far in, like, right up to the spike of the player's cleat to see if it touched the bag before the ball hit the, the, uh, the leather in the glove. And it's just like... Yeah. I mean, I think I think there should only be like certain situations where replay can be implemented because like every each manager starts out the game with one replay, one challenge, so you can challenge one play, and if you uh-huh. win your challenge, you get your replay back, so you can challenge another game later on or another play later on in the game. So. You know, like, I'm just, I'm watching games, and it'll be like the third inning, two outs, nobody on, bang, bang, play at first. Runner thinks he's safe. He's signaling back to the dugout. They review it, and, like, let's say even you win that challenge. You took you took 10 minutes to see if he actually was safe when he was called out, and then, you know, the next batter comes out, flies out, whatever, ends the inning. So you just took 10 minutes to decide if that runner should be on first, and, like, the third inning... Tie, like zero zero ball game you have the rest of the game to go and you're challenging that play i don't know like some, some part of it i think you should just live with the umpire's call as that's part of it mm-hmm. it's different if it's like a play at the plate bottom of the ninth tie game to walk it off if you know the runner got there under the glove or like the tag of the, of the catcher 
that's different. But like a play with yeah. nobody on, play at first base where the runner thinks he beat out a ground ball. How many times have you seen it? Like they just turn to the dugout. Oh no, I don't agree with that call. Like what's the point of an umpire? You know what I exactly. you know like yeah. Um Yeah, I agree with you. Um I personally hate every time like if I'm watching a baseball game I can't stand seeing like the the umpire, you know, he might say out or safe, or usually it's going to be out, and then you see the player just like no 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 replay that replay that challenge that like him sitting at the base and being like pointing at the dugout being like challenge that challenge. I hate seeing that like every second of the play. It's so annoying and like like you said they're trying to speed up baseball and it's not helping speed it up. And if I was like an umpire. A referee in any league i'd be kind of annoyed with how much like replay is coming into play in the professional leagues like it's just taking away from the your job and to me it would be like well you don't trust me to make a call like they've been i've been training or like this is my this is my job like it's my job to make these calls and make these judgment plays and i think yes there should be replays for certain things but like Especially baseball, I think they just take it too far with like, oh, the glove, the ball just touches the leather here, like, or like, oh, it just hits the string on his glove here, so I think he's out. And it's just like, like, they just trust your umpire. Like, I know like, that's you're looking. They're looking way too much into it, and they're zooming right in. And it's one of those things again, like going back to real time where it was so so close, and that's where like. The, it's that's what separates the professional umpires from the non-professional umpires is making like yeah. being able to make a call like that where it's bang bang at first and sticking with your call making that call confidently but like the umpire exactly. can say whatever he wants now and it's because he knows like it's just going to go to replay i think the replay in yeah. baseball i don't think there should be a replay until like the seventh inning or on when the game like when yeah, it comes right down to it like when it's the the most important innings of the ball game there, like I think that's yeah. when that's when like a replay could come into effect. And I think each manager should only have one. If you win your first one, you shouldn't get another one. It should just be if you if you win the challenge, then you won your challenge. You get one challenge, and you know you, if you win it, you win it. If you don't, you don't. But you don't get another one. You're not rewarded another one. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree. I like that idea of you only get a challenge after the seventh inning because like. Why the fuck are you gonna challenge something in the first inning? Like, who cares? I know it <laughs> just started. Yeah, so I, I don't. I mean, and then again, like too. Um, I mean, in baseball, you get a lot of like. There's not. There's not a whole lot of like, really high intensity plays in baseball. Like, it's actually kind of fun as a fan to watch a player, like, go at an umpire and then have like an argument, yelling at each other and whatnot. Um, and taking that away with the replay. Know a little bit, a little bit of uh, a little bit of drama in the game. It's not a bad thing. Exactly. Um, I, yeah, I think uh, it would just be dumb if they started like, because I mean they've been talking about the, uh, like the, the robot calling balls and strikes. So you have like a an that would auto- be so annoying. I'd hate to watch. I'd hate to watch a baseball game with like a robot fucking umpire calling strikes. And imagine balls. That'd that. Be so annoying. Imagine a robot calling balls and strikes. And then, like, a player trying to argue a call. <laughs> like, how, how does that work? Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, yeah. That, oh, that'd be so lame. Like, I, that's one thing I like about baseball is, like, especially with, um, like, the refereeing and stuff like that, like, the judgment call and, like, the reaction time for those, for those guys is incredible. Especially, like, a behind-the-plate umpire. But, like, even at first base, like, or second or third, like, those guys, those guys have been working their whole life to know the best position to be in to make a call, what to look for with making a call. Like just take, like dial down some of the replays. Like, yes, I get, there's going to be some blatantly bad calls, but like, it's going to happen. They're humans. Right. They're going to make a mistake. Like that's, I think the biggest thing, and it goes across all sports that like, I just, I think that they're trying to make it perfect and you're never going to make a sport. perfect. No, exactly. There's, always going to be there's always going to be some freak some freak accident or something that just you can't control is going to happen and i just i don't think they've accepted that or they're they don't agree with that but it's 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 incredibly annoying to watch how much 
replays taken over sports, especially like another one that's terrible is football. Football, man, they they just oh they analyze everything in the replay. They the like replays in football take you way can't too long. Even, you can't even scratch your ass without having to get it replayed to make sure you did not like get a skid mark on your f- hand or some shit. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. All right. Like, sure. It's like some comment, some commentator will be up in the cor- up in the thing and be like, and if you look to our camera to the right, you'll see an offensive lineman scratching his ass. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a good scratch? Dude, like it's it's like it's like they don't even know the NFL doesn't even know what a good catch is. That's and that's the problem too. Like you take all this time to make the replay, and then they still like they're like, yeah, we're st- the call is upheld or whatever. When you know it should have been overturned. Like you're watching at home and you're watching them like go through the replay process you're sitting there just watching you're like that's clearly a catch or that clearly isn't a catch and then they come on and they still mm. make the wrong call it's like so why did we even yeah. why did we even go through this 10 to 15 minute process just for you to still make the wrong call when we could have just like yeah. could have just went with it just go with the call in the first place yeah and it's like is i know i know every touchdown gets reviewed that's i mean that's okay i guess to an extent but like, isn't like every catch in like the last two minutes of the game reviewed, or something stupid like that? Uh I'm not. I don't. I don't really know the uh, the rules of football, man. Like, there's a lot of them. There seems to be. There's so dude, many rules. The thing that annoys me about the NFL is like you don't see passes over fifty yards now without there being a flag thrown somewhere. Like they don't. Yeah, exactly. Like you want to talk about like trying to make sports perfect. Like, if you replay, if you go into a replay and you zoom in on every player on that field, I think, like, every play you're going to find one guy doing something wrong. Yeah. Like, some type of some type of illegal, like, I don't know, touching the face mask. Even if it's just, like, the fingertip touching the face mask. And they're like, oh, uh, upon review, yeah, we saw this guy flick the guy in the face mask, so the play doesn't count. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, they don't let them play. Like, just let them play. If it's, like, a blatant pass interference or there's a catch down the sideline, you think you had a foot out, like, yeah, go review that. But, like, you don't need to – I just don't – I don't see the need for a replay to, like, zoom right in and look for a problem. Rather than we think yeah, there was a problem if, or we don't really know what we should be calling here, then we want to go to replay just to get it right – I don't think it should be like I want to review this because I want to look for a problem to take this away from a team. Yeah, yeah, that I agree with. It's like if if you didn't throw a flag on that play, and none of your other referees saw anything wrong, just move on. Like nothing's going to be perfect. Like yeah, like you said, if you if you watch each play of a football game, I'm going to assume nine times out of ten you're going to find something wrong with at least one player in that play. Like, somebody's going to be holding. Someone's going to, I don't know, grab a face mask. Somebody's going to hands to the face or something like that. Like, you can't even watch, like, a 20-yard, 20, 30-yard run. Like, if a running back gets a hole and runs for, like, 30, 40 yards. holding somewhere. It's like, yeah, like, there's probably, like, a 85% chance it's going to be called for holding. Yeah. I remember... I think it was like last year, or the year before. I was watching a football game with my dad, and I think it was a Denver game, and the running back went off for like a forty-five yard run or something like that. My dad wasn't even watching the TV and goes, "Oh, that's coming back." And I was like, "No, it wasn't. That was a good run." And li- like two seconds later, flag holding. Yeah. Like you can't like it can't even ha- a run can't even happen like that anymore without being holding, and it's just ridiculous and it won't it'll be like oh yeah we got to go to review uh we think there might have been a holding there well you didn't call it so move on like who cares exactly but the worst the worst part about football though with like the with the uh with the refs is the players know how to manipulate it (laughs) like of all the sports except for probably hockey i'd say like players can manipulate the refs into calling something so badly i mean you see it all the time like if uh if there's like a 50 yard throw down the field um you know, wide receiver and, you know, the defensive end, like defensive back, they, they, you know, they're making contact with each other and then the play goes incomplete. The receiver's getting up and he's getting right in the ref's face. And he's saying like, oh no, he yeah. pushed me or he, he was like, he was holding me, like something like that. Like it happens every time. And then they go to replay and they're like, oh yeah, I see there. Like he had like one finger wrapped around you. So that's probably holding. 
Exactly. I think it just softens yeah, up the game a little ridiculous. bit. It does. And it's like, yeah, like you said, a player won't catch a ball or something like that, or he'll catch a ball and get a, a run out of it, and then he'll he'll hit the turf and come back up grabbing his face mask or doing, like, the face yeah, mask yeah, yeah. Uh, motion. Like, oh, I grabbed my face mask, grabbed my face mask, and they'll be like, uh, no, yeah. he didn't. He wrapped your le- He wrapped your legs. Like he didn't touch your yeah. face. Yeah, no, no. I I think there's I th- I just think there's too much of it. Like I, I see the replay coming in handy in in certain areas. Yeah, for sure. But I just think they're they're reviewing everything now. Like let the let yeah. the game play out, and then if there's a situation where you really get stuck, uh, no ref really knows. Like if the guy stayed in bounds on a catch, if he got both feet down, um, if there was like pass interference on a play, if no one knows and you feel like you have to go to replay by all means go for it but if there's just like you know like a a bomb down the field like 50 70 yards it's almost like they're looking for a problem now yeah it's like that was really good why was that so good what did someone do wrong to make that so exactly so i think uh so with replays man like if you're gonna if you're gonna have replays, it should just be one a game. You don't win it back. If you lose it, you lose it. If you win it, you still lose it. Technically, kind of thing. Yeah. the The sport that has a good like stipulation with that stuff is hockey. But like, because if you if you win it, then I think you, I think you just you just win, win it. it. But if you lose um, it, you take a two minute. And then line. if you lose, yeah, and you can, and I think you lose a timeout too. Or is that just football? I know you lose it. Um, you lose the timeout in football. I'm not sure about hockey. All I know about hockey is that if you lose it, a guy goes to the box for two minutes, delay a game. Yeah. The only thing wrong with hockey, though, is that they allow their challenges to go too far back in the play. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. If you're going to call, if you're going to go like, to replay about something, you have to do it then. You can't let the play progress. Yeah. I, I think it should be like the actual act of the scoring, not like, like, like I remember watching a couple of challenges like Colorado lost their one of the reasons they lost their series to San Jose I think it was last year was because they scored and San Jose challenged for an offside like 50 seconds before yeah. it and Landeskog was like half an inch offside dude that's another it's like thing. that was to me that's that's absolutely ridiculous that's an, that... like that should not be challengeable the challenge should be in the goal, like, is there goaltender interference? Was it kicked in? Was what did it hit his glove? Like, that should be what you're challenging, not the approach into like. If they didn't call the offside on that, they didn't call the offside. You got to move on. That's what I think with that. Like, I just think they go way too far back. Well, that's another thing I was going to bring up because you said like, you know, Landis Cog being like half an inch offside, and I hate that shit where there's like a really close play at the blue line because those guys like they come in and like literally like one right after another. Like the guy with the puck carrier brings it across the line, and the next guy's like coming across. It looks basically at the same time when you're watching it. Yeah. Um, and then they'll go down, score. Coach wants a review. And when they go to the review, they zoom right in, like right on the skate blade to see if there's like, like a millimeter of ice where the guy who doesn't have the puck crosses the line first. And it's like, okay, so maybe, yeah, in the actual definition of offside, maybe he was like a millimeter offside. But did that affect the play so much where, you know, if he didn't go offside, would they have still scored that goal? Probably. Like, I just feel like they go way too far into it to say that it would have affected the play. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, But, yeah, it's just like, yeah, they go way too far back for that shit. And it's like, and I think we're... I think where replays really started to, you know, take over sports is remember the um, NFC Championship game. I was thinking about that the with, whole time. Uh, the Saints the with Sa- the Rams and the yeah. Saints. Saints should have been in that Super because Bowl. of I think, uh, of course, yeah, absolutely. Like they got robbed, but like I think because of that play, that is why replay has taken over sports because they don't want to see another team in a in a professional sports organization get ripped off like that and it's like it's it's so unfortunate that that happened like i find this the saints get fucked over all the time but like i mean it happened like let's 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 move on like and hopefully hopefully that will never happen again it'll never happen again in the nfl right but like you just gotta 
like we just gotta move on and we just gotta you gotta let the refs and officials or whatever whatever the officials are called for the sport like you gotta let them do their job to an extent like that's that's what they're paid to do they've been working towards that their whole adult life to be able to make those judgment calls like just trust who you paid to do it and move on i mean well that's the thing about sports dude like sports fans just can't let the past be the past no they can't like you'll see it uh you'll see like a rams you'll see like a rams fan now on twitter and they'll be like oh this play was definitely pass interference and then like Saints fan has entered the chat and they'll reply with a picture of the pass interference from that NFC championship game. It's just like, all yeah. right, like that's great. But that was, you know, two years ago has nothing to do with right yeah, now. Exactly. Um, you know, and you see that, I, like that was just an example, but everyone's like that. You know, you see a fan, like you'll see like a Pats fan, even I'll, I'll choose my, one of my own teams. Like imagine like a Pats fan saying like, uh, oh, I think, you know, the Bengals are using deflated balls. Like, imagine if it's just like if they said something about that, man, it would just blow up. So, like, other fans would just be, like, just coming at them, saying, oh, what about the Pats against the Colts a few years back? Like, that's why you guys made it to that Super Bowl. Like, whatever, whatever. Um, You know, so the past is never the past, I find, with sports fans. So, like, things like replay, I mean, that's even – that even makes it more of a kind of a challenging topic. Exactly. Yeah, it's just it's just you gotta stop trying to control things you can't control. Like there's that's one that's one thing that just makes sports so great. Like there's just like as soon as you think you got stuff under control, you're a curveball's thrown at you. Well, I mean imagine like and Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. I mean it's like I find that happens the most in football. Which is unfortunate because it's probably the most, like, under the microscope for reviews and shit like that. Mm. But like, it's just like so much like freak freak shit will happen in like the playoff time when it comes to football. I find, and it's just it's so that makes it so entertaining to watch. Like it's like okay, we're finally we finally got this figured out. Oh shit, something went right. wrong. And it's just like it makes it so entertaining. But like, it's just that just takes a like that excitement is taken away by, like, oh, no, holding, grab the face mask, no, oh, yeah, he grabbed his hoop, no, yeah, can't I know. have that, 15-yard penalty. Exactly, it's, it's just kind of like, like you said, it, it takes away from, you know, the actual play itself, and it's like taking something minor and then taking away something major because of, like, a, yeah. a minor, like, minor bending of the rules that a player might have made. And it's just, but the one that drives me crazy, man, is when, you know, there's a goal in hockey and then they challenge it for offside. And like, literally the guy was lifting his skate blade as, you know, just like a split second before the puck carrier crosses the line and they take away the goal. And I'm just sitting there and I'm like, you know, if, if his skate blade, so if it wasn't offside, either way, whether he was offside or not, they're still scoring that goal, man. It's just a bailout basically. For a team to like want to review that, and oh, it's yeah. like it's it's basically a bailout for you know fucking up and giving up a goal. It's just like you yeah. gave up the goal, whether you, whether your skate blade was on the ice or not, they were scoring that goal. Just take it, and move on. I'd love, I would love to have a conversation with somebody who's like fully one hundred percent in on all these replays. And I'd love to hear what they like their mindset behind it, like where they're coming right. from. Yeah, no, I know. I, like, I feel like that'd be just so interesting. Yeah, because I, I mean, I get, I get why they want, um, why they would want replays, but I just think if you're like, if you're an actual like, you've been following the sport your whole life, and I mean, baseball is just uh, a classic example that I, I feel like I relate the most to, to watch like all these mm-hmm. replays on tv and you see like like a very nice play in in baseball and you're like wow it was a really nice play and then you see like the other manager like telling the umpire hang on a sec we're phoning our guys in the booth to see if we want to challenge this and you're just like don't take this play away and yeah and then they like like a nice diving play by by a a shortstop or second baseman he gets up throws the guy out at a bang bang play 
I'm calls him out. Everyone's fired up in the stands. It was a great play. Highlight real play. And then the other manager says, no, I want to challenge it. Turns out runner's safe. You take that play completely away from him. Because, yep. I mean, I've seen sports. Like, I'll watch, like, the highlight reels on SportsCenter or whatever. It'll be, like, top 50 uh, top fifty plays of the month or whatever. And you'll I'll see, like, a diving play in baseball. A guy gets up, throws him out. And then, but I've seen, but I watched that game live and I know it went to replay and the guy actually got called safe. So you're watching the highlight reel and you're like, yeah, it's still a nice play. But in the end, the guy was, it went back and the guy was called safe. Yeah, it's, yeah, I, I definitely agree. But I like where you're coming with, especially with baseball. Like you've got one challenge, you can't use it past the seventh inning or like before the seventh inning. And you could even do that with like, I don't know, you could football you could say you can only use it in the fourth quarter um and hockey third period and basketball you can only use it uh, basketball they don't really have challenges just surprising for me to say that basketball is actually doing something right above all i mean yeah they don't they don't really you don't see it very often just because uh like if if a ref calls a three a two or a two a three um that's like an automatic replay like it doesn't it's not on the coach to say, I want that reviewed. The refs just review it anyway. Mm. Yeah. And like, yeah, that's really all they re- review is twos and three, like is a two or three or three or two and flagrant fouls. Isn't it? That's like, that's really all they can review. Yeah. Or if like they got the shot off before the buzzer. Yeah. They, they can review that too. But I, I feel like that was before replay. Like, I feel like that's an automatic replay. Yeah. They, that was just, I mean, that's just common sense to review. Like that. that's not a coach's challenge. Like, so yeah, exactly. So, that's so, yeah, shocker for me to say that basketball is actually doing something better than every other sport. I mean, the only, I mean, baseball has like certain things that you, that you actually can't, you're not allowed to challenge them. Like, uh, if, it, yeah. if it's fair foul, um, on the infield. So like if, yeah. if the ball goes over the bag or whatever, you can't challenge that. That's all the umpires call. So that's where they're kind of like giving the umps, like they're saying, use your professional judgment here. Uh, and it won't be it yeah. won't be reviewed. Even if you get it wrong, it won't be reviewed. Team just has to live with it. Can't ar- you can't review obviously like balls and strikes. Can't review foul tips. Um, so there's some things that would just like literally take like 20 minutes to review that they're not allowed to review. But I just think like I just think sometimes you gotta like respect the play of a, uh, that a player makes. You know, and, and don't exactly. come storming out of the dugout saying, no, 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 he was safe. Let's go to a review, take 10 minutes away and take this highlight real play away from a player. Um, so so when it comes to replays in sports, I can see it. I can see them having their place. But like, I just I just think right now it's it's kind of overkill. It's yeah, I agree. It's too much. You're, it's taking away from the sport and the excitement. Yeah. And it like as much as cl- like. Yeah, you may get it close to perfect, but you're never going to get it too perfect. And the more replays you add, I think you're just going to annoy fans. So why not just dial them back a little bit, let the referees or officials do what they're paid to do, and, you know, it's going to be make it more yeah. exciting. There's, there's, I mean, there's classic plays where, like, replay is definitely necessary. Like, I mean, like, think back to oh, like, Edelman's catch against the Falcons. Oh, that needed to like be that's, replayed. But that was called a catch right away, which I was, which yeah. I really respected of the referees there to call that a catch. That yeah. was that was not only a great call, I mean a great catch, but it was a great call by the uh, by the ref to actually call that a catch. Yeah, I mean you had Edelman on the ground or saying, can, "I caught it, I caught it," but yeah, but he did catch it. And exactly, or even that same game member Julio sideline. Catch. That's right too. Yeah. That's it. That was an extremely re- that had to be replayed because that was like holy fuck! Did he? It was more of like holy shit! Did he actually catch that? Yeah, uh, and then the helmet catch too. I guess uh, with the with the Giants. Fuck! I hate yep. that play. But like things like that, like I can definitely see being reviewed. But like, man, if if like if two guys, like if a defender and a wide receiver are going at it pushing and shoving a little bit and they both have their opportunity at the ball and the receiver comes down with it. Don't like, don't go looking for a push yeah. off. Don't look if he straightens his arm anything yeah. like that. Like if they both have their opportunity at the ball, don't review that. If, if like, yeah. if a guy gets pushed flat on the ground, 
but you don't know if he tri- yeah, if he I tripped think, or if he was pushed over, then yeah, go to review. But if if the if they're just like yeah. giving a little like push here and there, and then he goes up and catches it, like let it let it be. Yeah, exactly. Like, what's wrong with the, just a little bit of physicality on the play? Not like not like hitting each other, but like you know, a little shove here, a little shove there hands pushing each other around and stuff like that like what's wrong with and i mean we talked about everyone's like oh like everyone's like ah he's touching I know, I know. Like, just like just let it just let it go i mean we talked about this like it's football <laughs> exactly and we talked about this last week a little bit um the uh way too much like replay when it comes to hits in hockey because that's that's oh. where they're looking for a problem that's where they're look they're oh, zooming in God. waiting for you know a piece just a piece of the shoulder pad to make contact with the head they're looking for a problem there. Yeah. Um, if a ref, I st- I firmly believe if a referee sees the hit and doesn't call a penalty on it, nine times out of ten, it is a completely legal yeah. hit. Yeah. Like if a referee does not say that was a bad hit, he deserves a penalty. It wasn't a bad hit. Like you do not need to do a close in review on where the guy's shoulders, principal point of contact was, or like. Nine t- if like if a guy's got his head down, there's a very good chance th- that his shoulder is going to hit him in the chest and probably ride up and hit him in the yeah. head. Like it's just gonna happen. You cannot get rid of that. Like there's like there's so much of hitting in the NHL and hockey that there will be contact of the head, which yes is unfortunate and can lead to injuries, but it's not gonna have the same or at least i don't think it will it's not gonna have the same effect as if you hit someone directly to the head there's a difference like if you hit someone in the shoulder or to the chest and yes you may ride up with a little bit of force and hit them in the head that's not gonna cause the same amount of force or trauma to the head if you come in directly shoulder to the head which that is an illegal hit for me but like if you hit a guy in the chest shoulder and then you hit him in the head secondly then that's that's a good hit to me right no i agree but there's so many replays being like oh no that's a bad hit that's a bad hit i heard in college like if you make any contact with a head at all like the ncaa that it's a penalty yeah yeah that's that's absolutely fucked to me that's soft as yeah. shit. <laughs> no it's true and it, it just like like no wonder college players are soft. Well, it's, it's just joking. I take. I'm just joking. Yeah. Uh, it's <laughs> it's hard. Like, because I mean, you're taught. I've never played hockey, so I don't even know the, the, uh, like the fundamentals of an actual body check. You're taught. You're taught just to separate the man from the right. puck. Um, but like, there's still big hits, and you can make a a clean yeah. hit. That's also a big hit. And, but if Absolutely. but if you go to review, it always looks worse. When you zoom right in, it just it just always does. It looks way worse when it's slowed yeah, down. Especially in the NH, especially in the NHL, because you got a bunch of jacked up, hulking dudes, like dropping each other, hitting each other, <laughs> and like the contact, like the contact is. I'm pretty sure they did a study where, like, an NHL hit has more force than an NFL hit. Right. Which is fucked. It's like a truck. It's that you're, you're getting hit by hitting by you're, uh, you're getting hit by a truck. Yeah. So if you yeah if you go to replay it's it's gonna look bad and if you just based on the replay like obviously you're gonna be like yep that's about well, yeah the, fa- the faster but you go the harder the... you're gonna get hit if you make like direct exactly. contact. So, so uh, I think it, yeah it definitely it looks worse on a replay and I think that's where half of it kind of like half the calls come from is because they're like oh that looks that looks like a dirty hit. But that's only because you went in and yeah. you slowed it down and you looked at every part of the player that hit the other guy. And you're like, oh, it's like a little piece of his shoulder made contact with the side of his head. So that's probably a penalty. I don't know. It's uh, Exactly. Yeah. I think it's just, yeah, like I said, I think replays Trust. are just kind of being overdone. Yeah, it's, and it's frustrating. So that's, uh, that's, uh, yeah, that's my opinion on that. fired up about that. Um, so you, uh, I'll let you lead this new topic. This next topic's yours, so I'll let you go with it. Yeah, so I had, so I know sports, we're uh, having some, diff- without sports, we're having difficulty coming up with topics. So the other day, I uh, 
I think I came back from golf for the driving range and I fell asleep for probably, I don't know, like an hour and a half, two hours or something like that. <clears throat> Ended up that night not being able to sleep. And that's a very common thing for me whenever I take a nap. So I wanted to hear what you had to say and I thought it might be a half decent thing we could talk about on the podcast was if you thought naps were overrated or underrated. Or, I mean, you could just say, are you for or against naps? Uh, I used to be big on them. Like, in my first year, I was, like, I was taking a nap every single day. I'd get home from class at, like, 2 o'clock, and I'd nap from, like, 3 till 5. And Damn. Yeah, no, it was, like, it was, but I got in, like, the habit of doing that um throughout the week that it just kind of like it just stuck and the thing about like naps is they're great like when you're tired as shit and you get home from doing something naps like they feel great and there's nothing more comfortable and i don't even take naps in my bed dude like i i just take a nap on the couch it's it's like way better than taking a nap in your bed um so, I mean, they feel great when at first, but then you wake up for from a nap and you fucking hate yourself. Exactly, Especially, yeah. like, I've woken up from a nap at, like, 8 o'clock at night, and I'm just like, yeah, I won't be going to bed till 3. Exactly. That's, I, I personally can't stand taking naps, and I always try to avoid taking a nap if I'm tired. Like, if I go, I don't know, for a game of golf, like, Usually you're going to be exhausted after it. So, but like I'll get home and I'll try not to like fall asleep. Like I'll try my best not to lay down or, you know, sit on the couch or lay on the couch or even in my bed. Like I'll just try to do something to keep me up. Cause if I take a nap, like even if it's for like five, 10 minutes, like if I just doze off for a couple minutes, I will not sleep that night. No. Like I, I can't. And it, like I said, if it's five, 10 minutes, doesn't matter. Like I'm not falling asleep until like four in the mm. morning. And that just fucks me over. So like I, so I I try so hard to avoid taking naps. Yeah, you do. And and I just feel so gross after when I wake up. Like, like it feels nice when you're laying down. Like you get comfy and you, you doze off. But I find even like if it's for five minutes, for an hour, two hours, three hours, like whatever. Whenever I wake up, I just feel so gross and lazy. And, well, it feels like you just I, woke I can't up, get up again. Yeah, and it's just like it doesn't. It feels unnatural. Yeah, to me, I don't know why. I mean, I yeah, because I used to love them. Like, you know, especially in like the winter time when it gets dark at like four thirty, and you get home from class yeah. and you're just like, well, the sun's going down, so get ready for bed here. Take a little nap, wake up and it's dark out, and you're like, holy fuck! And then you gotta like, you're wake, you're waking up again, so it's almost like starting your day over, and then you stay up yeah. late as shit. So I I avoid naps as much as I can. Sometimes if I'm like super tired, I'll like close my eyes for 20 minutes, sometimes fall asleep. But like, I don't, I think I, th- I don't know if they're overrated or underrated. Cause I think it depends on who you are and how your day goes and, uh, like yeah. what you're, what you're doing throughout your day. Um, so for me, they're overrated just cause yeah, I feel like shit as well. when I wake up from one, but like, I mean, for other people, like, naps can be essential, so. Oh, yeah, like, I, like I'm, I know my dad he comes home from work every day and passes out for, like, an hour or hour and a half. Yeah. And, I mean, he sleeps like a baby that, that night, so I, it works for him. But, like, yeah, I'm, maybe, maybe it's when you get older. Maybe it works better. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'll ask him, <laughs> see what yeah. he does. But like, yeah, to me, it's com- to me, it's completely overrated. But like, if it's like, if it's a weekend, then I'm probably gonna let myself. There's probably a better chance I'll let myself take a nap. Like, if it's a weekday and I get home from work, not a chance. I'm gonna let myself fall asleep because like I gotta get up the next day for work and I can't be awake at four in the morning. Dude, there's there's some like it's just can't happen. I know people that like they'll be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go out tonight, so I'm gonna take a nap right now. No chance. If I took a nap before going out to like the bars or something, I'm not making it out. Oh, I'd be groggy. I would not no, I'd be so, I'd be so groggy and like cranky, and like not a chance. Like if I'm like shit, I need some energy. I'm going out. I'm crushing like a Red Bull or like, I'm doing something else to give me energy. I'm not saying yeah. Let me take a nap. I'll just drink earlier. <laughs> if I'm like, if it's like late afternoon, and I'm like yeah, I'm gonna go to the bars tonight, but I feel tired. I'll just start drinking. 
That works too. Get it going early, keep myself awake. But, but yeah, my the last resort for me would be taking a nap. Yeah, yeah, no, me too. Um, yeah. So again, I, I don't, I don't think they're, I don't think they're rated at all. I think they're just kind of there. If you want one table, to me they're. Yeah, I mean, if they work for you, that's good for you. But for me, they're completely overrated. Um. So. Can we get into this? The KBO. Yes, you brought so, this up, so I'll let you. Uh, I'll let you. For those of you, the KBO is the uh, Korean Baseball Organization, and it's pretty much the only like really pro sport that's uh, that's going right now. And TSN, I think, is starting to uh, broadcast their games, but. I mean, with the times they're playing over there, it brought like for us, it would it would play at like one and six a.m. I think it's something like that. Um, but I guess there's big betting in it to do. Uh, I personally deleted Bet three sixty five. Uh, once, you know, all the sports, it didn't look like any of the sports were coming back. But man, the KBO is looking like something that could be that I could get into for some sports betting. And again, it's like the only pro sport right now that's that's really going. Yeah, I think I'm gonna jump on sports betting for that. I I didn't delete it, but I kind of shut down the use of my bet three sixty five after I caught myself betting on virtual dogs. Yeah, I was like, yeah, maybe I should uh, maybe I should call her quits <laughs> for a little bit. I I mean, it was only a it's only like a five dollar bet, but I was like, yeah, maybe I'm gonna. <laughs> Virtu- Maybe I'm gonna shut it down. Like this seems a little bit desperate. Was it virtual dog money, racing? So. Yeah. So like not even real dogs. No. Nope. Oh fuck. It was literally. <laughs> it was literally luck. Like it was just like somebody, some, some jackass is sitting behind a computer right now and said, "I'm picking six to win this <laughs> We're one." We're gonna have. And I and I picked dog number four. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna have dog number eight in the in the lead for seven laps and then on the final lap we're just gonna get uh dog number four like, and we're just gonna we're just gonna pass yeah. number seven here. I was I was legit betting on trying to read someone's mind behind a computer. <laughs> yeah, I don't and like pick the same pick that they I have. can't see that working out but, well for you. No, so I was so after I did that twice, I was like, you know what? Let's uh let's shut it down until sports come back. But uh so now that uh, we actually have a sport that is real people and not a computer, uh, I might indulge in a little bit. And uh, so you wanted us to pick two teams, so I'll let you. Uh, yeah, I want each, each of us pick a team to, uh, to follow yep. in this league. And um, yeah, so I don't know if you want to like put any bets down, any side bets between you and I on, on like how they're going to do. Um, but I, I want to see you pick a team in this league to follow and, uh, kind of, kind of be a fan for until like, until we get back on track here in like NHL, MLB, like that, that starts to come back. Uh, for now, let's pick, let's pick a KBO team. Yep. Let's do it. You go first since it was your idea. All right. Uh, I'm taking the Samsung Lions. Okay. No That's logic nice behind my pick. I have um, I mean, I glanced at the state. They're not great. <laughs> I don't think they're not. <laughs> They're not one of the stronger teams in the league, but uh, but I'm going with Samsung Lions. All right. Well, I, uh, I I just randomly picked this because I like their name. And by the way, there's a lot of there's a lot of sweet names in the NBO, or is that what is it? K- KBO, KBO. Sorry, NBO. There's a lot of sweet names, but uh, I'm picking the NC Dinos, and I was told that they are in first place by a long shot. So good pick by me. Oh my fuck. That's we're definitely not doing side bets now. If you're just gonna I mean, take like, the dinos, dude, come on. Yeah, I mean we like I know uh, I was actually looking at the dinos past uh, past game they just played. They actually played your Samsung Lions and whooped their ass eighteen seven. Thank you very much. Um, so I don't know if you want to bet on individual games and see what happens. Yeah, we're not betting when these two teams play each other. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm, not... I'm going to be sure to put down a future bet on these uh, the dinos. That's <laughs> fucked, dude. You, yeah, just yeah. Okay, let's see here. Here's a league I don't know of, so I'm going to check the standings and take the number one team, and they're going to be my team. 
I didn't. Okay, I swear to God, I am telling the truth here. I did not check the standings at all. All I did was when you mentioned it, all I did was go to KV. I typed into Google KVO baseball teams, and the first team was the Dinos. Like the first name that came up was Dinos. So I was oh, like, what a coincidence! The first, the first place team comes up first. What a coincidence! This is what I searched up, Korean baseball organization teams, and it came up with a list sideways, not top to bottom, like it was just along the side. There was no there was no showing of who's in first place or what. It just said Dinos. I was like, yeah, that's a cool name. I'll take them. <laughs> okay. I'll so take your, I'll take I, had no idea, I had no idea they were in first place. Yeah. <laughs> all right, well, uh, so we'll have some interesting bets with that. We'll keep you all updated on... Uh, on how our teams are doing. I like Haji's chances better than mine now. Cause yeah, I didn't I know you're, I didn't know you were just going to come out and pick the first place team, but, um, but yeah, no. Okay, great. So yeah, we'll, uh, we'll go with that. Keep an eye on, keep tabs on how these teams are doing. Maybe put down a couple bets. Um, and then we'll look into like when they play each other, if we'll do side bets, but like, I don't know, it's not looking great now that you, you made that pick. <laughs> Probably not. Um, so I guess that kind of leads us into our uh, our top five of the week. I like this top five. I like this one a lot. So, <laughs> so for our top five this week, uh, we just finished the past four. We were doing our, our jerseys from the four major um, sports leagues. Uh, so our top five this week is kind of uh, off the uh, <laughs> off the sports grid. We're going to top <laughs> the top five McDonald's menu items. <laughs> Haji, I'll let you take it away here for yours. This this top five was meant for me. Like this was <laughs> this is a great top five. Um, so number five, I have the Big Mac. Oh, I mean, it's a. I mean, it, it it's kind of like McDonald's. Like it's their, it's their main marketing chip. Like a Big Mac. What do you think of McDonald's? You think of their fries and the Big Mac? Um, can't you go wrong of, with the Big you, Mac. You can't think of, think of yeah. can't go. Can't go wrong with Big Mac sauce. Like it's really good, um, but it's there's there's still a lot more that's good from. I honestly couldn't think of what I wanted to put number five, so I thought of, you know, what's McDonald's most memorable for. Uh, number four, I have iced coffee. I love McDonald's iced coffee. It is incredible. Um, it's the only real real reason I have it at number four. Um, Number three, I have sausage McGriddle slash sausage McMuffin. Okay. I only I only put sausage McMuffin. Well, they're really good, but it they don't they're actually not selling McGriddles now because of the pandemic, which was super disappointing to to find out. Uh, number two, I have Junior Chicken. Yeah. And number one, you're probably not going to agree with this, but I I get it like anytime I go to McDonald's after breakfast, I a double cheeseburger. Just a classic double cheeseburger with ketchup and McChicken sauce. The old McDouble. The old McDouble. It's incredible. So that's my top five. Okay, that's a, that's a hefty top five. Yeah. Mine's uh, all right. So Mine's, mine will clog arteries, but let's see what you guys. <laughs> do you want me to go top to bottom or bottom to top? Go go five to one. Okay. Uh, so coming in at number five, I have your number one. I have the McDouble. Oh, okay. Um, actually, no. There's a fun fact. This is this is sad that I know this, but that there's actually a difference between a McDouble and a double cheeseburger. Oh, so McDouble McDouble only has one slice of cheese, and a double cheeseburger has two. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea why I know that, dude. <laughs> Thanks for clarifying. Yeah, no problem. Uh, I don't know. I <laughs> See, just... I'm not. I'm not good at math, but that's the useless <laughs> type of info that, that I know. <laughs> you didn't. You didn't pay attention in school, but you pay attention when you're looking at the McDonald's menu. Exactly. <laughs> and hey, I mean, it's it paid off just now. Um, <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> number four. Um, yeah, I mean, I got. I gotta go with the Shamrock Shake here. Oh, that was my honorable mention. Yeah. Uh, the Shamrock, I mean, it comes out once a year, so I feel like that's that's why it's on there for me. If it was, like, year-round, I don't know if I would, would get them very often, but, like, when they come out once a year... Um, they slap. Yeah. They just kind of... They, they fit 
they uh they hit that craving so um that's what i'm going with the uh the shamrock shake at four number three i got the uh chicken snack wrap but with grilled chicken or fuck grilled crispy chicken crispy you're getting grilled you're i'm not getting grilled dude uh no because yeah it only hits the way it hits with a crispy chicken yeah i've never even had it with grilled i don't think but like I've I don't even think I'd grilled. want it. I'd want to try it with grilled. Not a chance. It's just like having a chicken nugget in the wrap. Um, number two, I got the junior chicken. Self-explanatory. Okay. Uh, yeah. Were you a fan of like the junior chicken when they had Thai sauce? Nope, not a chance. Oh, not really? a chance of getting Thai sauce. I I, just, I love McChicken sauce. Is my favorite dipping sauce, like of all time. So like I just I just cover it in McChicken sauce. I well when I before like I just like I would always get burgers when I went to McDonald's, um, and then like everyone was getting Junior Chickens. This was back in like high school. I was yeah. like, all right, I might as well try it. And I was like, oh, it's pretty good. They were like, yeah, try it with Thai sauce. And I I I never did, but I like I kept eating Junior Chickens, and then eventually I was just like, all right, I'll try one with Thai sauce. And I was like, holy fuck, this shit's a masterpiece. I was a huge fan of the Thai sauce. I tried sauce. it once, but I'm just, I'm not big on Thai sauce. So, like, I was just like, yeah, like, okay. It was, I mean, it was okay. It's just like McChicken, McChicken sauce just hits a different way. So, uh, number one, I got fries. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's, uh, it's just kind of one of those things, whether you're hungry or not hungry and you're going through the McDonald's drive thru, you could always just be like, yeah, I'll get a fry. Yeah, I mean, I, and they I come like their with fries, everything, but... dude. You can get them by themselves, or you can get them when you have a meal yeah. or whatever. So, yeah, I agree. I mean, I like their fries, but there's just so much more at McDonald's. I like more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. My McDonald's ordering's kind of like very limited to those five things that I just said. Oh yeah, be so, so big, big time. Honorable like, mention. The... Honorable okay. mention is the uh, the red fruitopia. I don't know what it is about getting it from McDonald's. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but when it's like a hot summer day and they got fucking dollar drinks going and you get like mm-hmm. the red fruitopia, oh, oh, it's, See, it hits oh, different okay. than getting like a, getting one from, I don't know, literally anywhere else. See, I personally, back in, back, back when I went through my quick cup of coffee at Dalhousie, um, it was like, I used to get McDonald's so much because it was like stress eating. <laughs> so like, I'd be sucking back McDonald's like, almost, like every third day. Um, but like my go-to meal was I'd get two double cheeseburgers, ketchup McChicken. I'd get a, I'd get a snack wrap or two with McChicken instead of ranch. And I would get an orange fruitopia. Orange. I used to crush, Fucking I used to gross. crush the orange. I love the orange. I hated the orange, dude really oh yeah i don't i don't really like um a popular like flavor for whether it's juice or like smoothies and that would be like a like a tropical mango flavor or something like that i'm not really a big fan of those i'm more of like a a strawberry type flavor yeah kind of guy than uh than the orange and the mango shit I gotcha. So I didn't like I the. I mean, you I didn't like the I mean, you can't. Trivia. You can't go wrong with red either. I, I I definitely don't disagree with you. So yeah, no. Uh, so that's that's our top five there. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully someday we can get it sponsored by McDonald's. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. That could get out of hand. I, I would I would be three hundred pounds if we were sponsored by McDonald's. <laughs> um. So I guess that that leads us into our, our questions here. So for this one, this this is gonna lead to a a little bit of a discussion. So maybe we just do this one that I'm talking about here uh, this week, yeah. and then save more questions for next week. Yeah. I agree. Um. So this one's submitted by Ryan Abzi. Uh He said the goat debate for MLB or NHL. What do you want to do, Haji? We could do both if you wanted to, but. Do you want to pick you know one what? first? Let's leave MLB for next week because I don't know <laughs> who I want to. Like, I, I generally do not, genuinely do not know who I pick. So 
Let's let's do NHL for this week, and then yeah, MLB we'll do next week. Okay, sure. Um, you go first. Uh, so I mean, I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. My goat. Uh, I I still think Wayne Gretzky's the goat of hockey. Really? Yeah. I'm. I mean, the amount of points he has. Like, if you take away just as if you take away all his goals, he still is leading in the all-time scoring race just on assists. Like, I, I just, I can't see, like, his stats just put him above everybody else. Like, I, like, yeah, there might be some people that are more skilled than him. Yeah. But, like, you look, I mean, you look at football, there's people that are more skilled than Brady, but, but he's, he's still goat. considered the GOAT. Right. He's still considered the GOAT. Like, you can make an argument that, like, Crosby's skill level's better than Gretzky's, or... McDavid's skill level is better than Gretzky's, but, Mm -hmm. you know, when it comes to the GOAT debate, you know, you need to have the resume. Right. And, I mean, as far as resumes go, I think Gretzky's probably got one of the longest in sports, like, let alone hockey. Mm -hmm. Like, you you can go across all sports leagues and probably throw Gretzky's resume up with all of the all-time greats, so... So I I don't yeah for me it's it's Gretzky hands down. Do you think the goat debate right now uh, for the NHL would be Gretzky versus McDavid? No. Neither do I. Because for my, my maybe maybe ten years down the road, then like maybe you could. But right now, no. It's more to me. It's still between like if you're talking about that that generation versus this gener- generation to me you're still talking Gretzky versus Crosby that's well I was going to say that my my goat is uh is Crosby okay and um because I mean like you said I mean Gretzky's stats are ridiculous um yeah. I think I mean this is just you know this is obviously a, an opinionated thing from person to person but I personally yeah. think that the league has I I I think it's harder now um I think back, like, when Gretzky was playing, it was, like, it was way more physical, which was kind of, which is what kind of made it more challenging, was having, like, that mindset that, like, oh, if I have my head down, I'm going to get fucking flattened. And there's going to be no penalties, no penalty call for it. But, like, in today's game, players are a little bit more protected, I find. Um, But at the same time, like, look at the gear that the goalies are wearing now compared to, like, back when in Gretzky's era, like for back then goalies were like staying up, not going in the butterfly, like, you know, laying all over the ice. And, you know, I, I find now I, I would say it, it would be harder to score. Yeah. So I kind of think like, like back then, like if you did have the skill to get to the net, like Gretzky did, once you got to the net, it was, e- it was easier to score back then than it would be now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now it's about, you know, finding the holes and being a little bit more, um, more accurate on the shots and that, uh, to score. But like yeah. back, th- back then you had to worry about, you know, like enforcers and guys fucking just flatten you flat that would flatten you out. So, um, exactly. but I still think it's Crosby just because he's like, he's the best, you know, defensive and offensive like all-around player he's the best i've seen yeah. um and then again i think he's the type of guy that makes you know people around him better and over the last couple of years i think he hasn't been talked about as much because you have guys like mcdavid who's you know in turn like helping out guys like dry even like dry still a great player but i think you know he's he's doing the things he's doing because you know he has the help of mcdavid Um, and you got, you know, just a lot more like skilled guys in Crosby, but I still think like Crosby a year ago put up still a hundred points. So even though he's still not getting the coverage that he used to, because there's new younger guys coming in and they're kind of taking the, the, uh, the headlines, Crosby's still like low key, still keeping up. Oh, exactly. He's not one of those, like, he's not one of those vets that are like slowing down and just being there as like a morale guy. Like he's still... He's still getting the job done. Yeah, and I mean, this year, I think he played, like, high 30s, low 40s games because he was injured for a little bit. Yeah. But, 
he put up like he I think he was over a point a game this year. Like he's still producing at an elite level. Like I I don't disagree with you, and I'd actually put Crosby. I don't know where I'd rank him as like where it goes like to the goat, but I th- he would definitely be in. I'd put him in my top three as for goat conversation. Yeah, at at like the least would be top three. He might even be second. Um, but one thing that could help your argument, I didn't even think of, was back in the day, like the amount of people that were like bodyguard like Gretzky had a bodyguard everywhere he went right like so he was never getting hit so that kind of helps your argument I don't know why I'm bringing it up if it helps your argument or whatever (laughs) um but uh I do agree with what you're saying about uh like it's harder to score now like guys aren't it's not even just goalies like guys weren't flying in front of shots like they were back in the day like I remember watching and I think it was an interview with Crosby and he was like it's so hard nowadays to find a shooting lane right because it's just like there's either a stick or a body or a goalie or like there's something in your way. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's what I, I can, I definitely don't, can't argue your choice. I mean, they're both good choices. Um, I just, for me, it's just the, his rep, like Gretzky's resume. You just, I just yeah. can't look past it. No question. Yeah. I, I think there's, I mean, and the greatest of all time and the best of all time, that's like two, two different, two different things. Like exactly, like greatness and and then being like the best at the sport is, they're uh, like I said, two different things. Because um, I mean, going back to football here, Brady being the the greatest of all time, he's not. You know, he might not be the best at the position, but he's the greatest to have played that position. Exactly, like you can make a sincere argument that like, or I mean, it's not even an argument. Like, like if you take Brady and Rogers and put them together. Rogers has the more skill like he can get out of the pocket yeah maybe a little bit more of an accurate throw or two like like he's he's overall a better skilled quarterback but then when you take a grip look at Brady he's got the resume he's got the achievements he's mm-hmm. got like the greatness yeah so yeah I just think back to like how dominant the uh the pens used to be oh if you look at like the back-to-back cups that they won like I remember people thought that was going to be like absolutely impossible to do mm-hmm. in this generation of hockey with how hard it is. But then again, they did it. And they're still relevant. Like they're still, uh, you know, yeah. still, you exactly. still have Crosby and, like, and Malkin leading the way. And they're, exactly. um, and they're still like, I mean, they're in that, they'd be in the playoffs, whether it was the 16 team setup or the 24 team setup. Yeah. Either way, they're and still you, in. And if you, like, it doesn't matter if they finish first or if they finish 16th or if they finish 24th, like, everybody's worried about Pittsburgh because of Crosby. Once, yeah, once it hits the playoffs. It it doesn't matter where they, where they finish. Right. Like, they're, they're always going to, to me, they're always going to be a contender with Crosby. Yeah. Oh, I agree 100%. And, I mean, like we said again a couple, uh, a couple weeks ago, like, his leadership, too. Like he's not one of those players who's oh, putting hands up the, down. He's not putting up the stats and being a hothead about it. Like he's he's just no. an overall leader and he leads by example. So I think that's why I have him at, at at my goat, just because he's the best all around player I've seen. But then again, he has also the uh, the right kind of attitude in the locker room to to be captain. Yep. So that's why I have him as my goat. Can't can't go wrong with that. Can't go wrong with that one. Um. So for MLB, dude, like I know you want to wait. But for me, I mean, my my pick's obvious. <laughs> so if you if you want to hold Bryce off, Harper. we can do that. It's not <laughs> Harper. Harper's my favorite player um, <laughs> to watch. But um, the GOAT, for me, man, is, it's got to be Mike Trout. Even now. Yeah. Let's... Like, yeah, already. So, okay. Already. Um, he's, I mean, I don't really know many, like, past players or, like, any, like, stats of people but like mm-hmm. i don't know you could like babe ruth did you say he's the yeah, goat well, i don't really know the thing the thing about baseball too when you're like debating like who was the best who's the best to ever play it it's different because like in hockey obviously you're gonna look at like you know goals assists points all that um but when it comes to baseball like you have different types of players like you have your power hitters so like your number four hitters, your cleanup guys that are, they're mainly made for like hitting forty home runs a year. Then you have yeah, your leadoff you hitters, go... like your leadoff hitters who are like looking to like just put the ball in play, get on base, 
And if they're the best at that, does that make them the best of all time? Um, so I, but the thing about Mike Trout is that he's a five-tool player. He can hit, hits with power, fields, throws, and he can run. Like, best all-around player. And his defense, man, like, in center field is ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, there you go. You just convinced me. I agree with you. Mike Trout, go. You can there look into it even, a little bit. If you wanna if you wanna bring up an argument next, like you can you can do some diving this week and uh No if you wanna I'm challenge going with it you. at all. You're good. Okay. Well that was much I'm of go- a debate then, dude. Come back. No. All right. You know what? I'll I'll think about I'll think I'll try to think about it, but as of right now you've swayed me. Mike Trout is the GOAT. <laughs> yeah, well I mean I mean yeah. Well you just have to I mean, every single year he's in the AL uh MVP conversation. Yeah, he plays every for single a year. Team. Yeah, they're gonna be good now, but um, but it's just like, but for him to, I, go ahead, sorry. Oh, I was just gonna, I was just gonna finish my thought and just say, um, yeah, for what he's been doing, like, like you said, the Angels have not been a good team. Uh, We've yet to see a playoff trout, but um, but for him to be doing what he's doing for a team like that is, uh, it's pretty incredible. He's gonna have like probably the best career that we've ever seen yeah and like like as you were talking there i was just thinking about past like videos i've seen of them and games i've watched and highlights and all that stuff and i'm like i definitely <clears throat> i could definitely see it and agree with it a little bit so like i said i'm gonna i'm gonna do a little dive next week or during this week and i'm gonna see if i can come up with a different name maybe we can have a debate of it <laughs> okay yeah sounds good so uh if you like the show and hearing our us answer questions, an easy way to help us out is to leave a, a review on Apple Podcasts. You can leave your name, leave a review. Um, if you want to just leave five stars, that works too. Another way to help us out is to make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. And thank you to all of our listeners for tuning in once again. Remember to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at PylonsPod. It's where you can reach us to submit all your questions and topics. Reminders that it's staff parking only outside and all other violators will be towed. Have a fantastic week.